Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. Get yourself some amazingly delicious pre-portioned meals for yourself, for yourself and a friend, for your family, and it's actually really, really good. Learn to cook, people! Yeah, and you don't even gotta go to the grocery store. They just send you all the stuff you need, and then bing, bang, boom, you got it in like under 45 minutes. Yeah, you're not getting like McRib sandwiches anymore, although, <laughs> although McRibs, no, 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 time to get healthy. Make it's time a real to get McRib sandwich with real yeah, rib. Yeah, make it yourself. Oh my God, then you could put mashed potatoes and green beans and crispy shallots on that thing. Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, my yeah. God. Oh my God. It can be done in 45 minutes, not even having to go to the grocery store. Mamma mia. Make a spicy meatball. <laughs> we'll talk about that later in the episode. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. It's time for Cox and Trend Dogs. Trend Dogs in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Cox and Crandor in the morning. Uh, oh, are you? What? He's dead. He's. Oh, <laughs> that's it. We're done. Oh, I'm back. Oh, hi. What happened to you? Did you, did you go to a different well, dimension? What happened to you? I tried to figure out what to say, and then it all kind of just built up, and then a noise came out, and then I died. But then I came yeah. back to life. What was the afterlife like? Uh, Black, darkness, shadows, and... Oh, you you worship the old gods too. Good. good. And a carnival. Yeah, I mean... The, the the diabolic hell carnival is my favorite. Yeah, you, it's a fun carnival, but you never win anything. It's like a real yeah. one. <laughs> damn, damn. Are you saying that uh, the afterlife is a carnival, just a, a real carnival? Life's a carnival, man. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you get that ball in the hoop from like 800 feet away, and you win a right. stuffed animal. Most of the time, you're going to miss. And sometimes, you know, you eat too much cotton candy, eat too much popcorn hot dog. Uh, you know, you walk around, you're like, Ooh. yeah, you just hope that you're right. You're right. Life is, is like a carnival. And at the end, the best I can say is you had fun and you didn't throw up too much. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Exactly. I think you're right. that's, that's wise. That's very wise of you. I know. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what happened there. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What are you, what are you do up to today or recent days? Oh, my God. Can I just tell you that? So I'm headed out of the country for a good period of time. I'll still be around to, like, podcasts and stuff because I'm, I'm going to purchase, like, some really cool equipment to take with me. Mm-hmm. Because I figure I need, like, a traveling setup so I don't sound like garbage whenever I travel. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be gone for, like, almost a month, really. Mama mia. I know from from the end of April to almost the end of May. And hey, where so are you going? Well, I'm I'm headed to uh first to Poland to host a uh, Gwent event. Mama mia. It's in a salt mine. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Yeah, we're going to host we're going to host an event <laughs> in a salt mine. We thought you'd be perfect." And I was like, "I am." <laughs> that's like that's where I was born in a salt mine. That's very true. Yeah, and so I am going to host that, and then I have a convention back in Poland at the okay. end of the month on the tw- 
18th through 20th, which is my birthday, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I get to spend my birthday at a convention in Poland. Uh, I found out Felicia Day is going, so it's going to be <laughs> – I'm just going to – that poor woman. That yeah, so poor you're woman. In, you're in Poland for like a whole month? Well, no. What I want to do is I want to travel. Like I think maybe spend like a week in the UK, maybe spend some time in London, maybe go to uh, Ireland and check out my roots. Oh. I, I know I'm going to spend a few days in Amsterdam. Uh, after this event and i think i might just like country hop west until i get to the uk huh so you're just I like think a, that's my it's plan. like a backpacking journey essentially except i will have a legitimate suitcase and <laughs> not a backpack <laughs> yeah and probably be staying at pretty great places <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm probably staying at wonderful places and yeah yeah huh. that's kind of i think that's my plan because i feel like it doesn't make sense to fly because i would be done with amsterdam because I promised uh, uh, Michelle Morrow, who's going to co-host with me, because she really wants to go. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to go. Because Amsterdam, for those who are not aware, is where Guerrilla Games is. And that's where the Aloy is. So I'm going. I've already contacted my friends who work there. I'm like, take me to the Aloy. And so that's going to happen. Isn't, uh, isn't Amsterdam just like weed and electronic music? I Maybe. Maybe it looks beautiful. <laughs> like the place she wants to stay is right on a river of some sort, and uh, it's the Amsterdam River. I, th- I think the plan, as far as I'm aware, is to do all the Amsterdam things. Right. So at one time we have to go to like the weird pot brownie places, like where everything's weed, right? And like do that. Then we have to do like the weird biking thing where you bike around Amsterdam. And then we have to do like the boat thing where you boat down a river or some nonsense. And then we have to like see the sights. And I imagine one night go walk through the red light district because I hear that's insane. Yeah. Like there's all the things, all the things people do. Mm-hmm. And then Gorilla Games. I just want to go there <laughs> and just be like, oh my God. That's Gorilla Games is like my Mecca. That's where I'm going to go and worship at the feet of a beautiful redhead who I realize is not Wait, real. May, what Gorilla Games make? Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, listen. Yeah, dude. As someone who plays League of Legends, <laughs> Blizzard games, and PUBG, I'm not very cultured. You missed out. You missed out on Horizon Zero Dawn. That's a great game. It's so much fun. Yeah, but I was playing League of Legends in the meantime. Ah, uh, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. So th- then, so I would go there, <laughs> and then I'd be done with that by like May 4th. I think is the plan. May the fourth be with you. May, yeah, and it will be with me. Okay. But then I have I the I would go back to Poland on the seventeenth, which would mean fly home on the fourth, spend two days completely out of it because I'm now <laughs> readjusting the time zones. Yeah. Then so now we're on May sixth. Then I would have a few days of like trying to get the grind back, and then fly back out on the sixteenth of April, in order to land the seventeenth. In order to prep to get to the convention on the 18th. Oh my mama mia! It just doesn't. It just doesn't seem make sense. I was like, you know what? I could just instead spend a few days in the EU and just chill. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that might be my plan. I might take like a Jesse vacation, by which I mean I'm bringing my laptop and my new microphone setup that I'm gonna <laughs> buy, and probably stream stuff. So but we're probably gonna do one of these podcasts from Europe. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you where I'm at in Europe when we do it. Dang. Here's the crazy thing. I actually might be able to stream stuff with you because I'll be awake when you're awake. Damn, you're right. 
I know. Usually, <laughs> I'm in bed when you're like, I'm starting to stream. Yeah. I see that stuff. People are I'm, always I'm like, like, hey, uh, looking at my phone, I saw Crendor's live at 1 a.m. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, go to sleep. And I'm like, sleep? I haven't gone to sleep at 1 a.m. since I was like sick with the flu. Yeah, you you start streaming late at night. Mm-hmm. You, that's like your thing. I don't know how. That's my thing. When, tell, me, tell me your life schedule because I need to know this. You... <laughs> How do you how do you work? Because right. when do you go to bed? All right. Give me an give me an okay. average day in the life of Crendor. So, go. Average day in the life of Crendor. Hold this on. Is... Hold on. I need a rock star punched zero sugar energy drink to get through this. All right. They're not a sponsor, but <laughs> I'll take Rockstar money. And mm-hmm. also it was three for they're two for three dollars, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I bought it. I needed it today. I was having that a rough a good day. ASMR snap and crack. Thank you. I was having a rough day today. <laughs> a lot of the stuff I've been working on. Oh, the reason why I was explaining this. Oh, I'm such an idiot. The reason why I was explaining all that is because I was working today on some stuff and my files just like broke and died and it, it sucked. Yeah. So <laughs> I have been, I went and I got a cookie and I ate that shit and I felt real good. And then I got an energy drink because I had to like power through the rest of this because my soul was crushed. Right. And now I'm drinking another energy drink because I don't care anymore. Death is inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> look, they just they just published some study. They're like, night owls are 10% more likely to die early. And I was like, whatever. You know? <laughs> I thought you meant real owls. I was like, wait, what? Oh, I mean, I think I'll live longer than an owl. <laughs> I don't. You know what? <laughs> There's going to be an owl out there who's like, I accept that challenge. I'm 400 years old. I've seen <laughs> shit. Yeah, he's he's the wizard guide. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I continue, please. <laughs> a right. day in your life. Day in my life. So, I've been like this for a long ass time. I typically go to bed between. It kind of alternates between 5 a.m. and like 7 a.m. It's typically when I go to bed. Uh, usually in the summertime, I go to bed around 5 a.m. because it gets brighter earlier, and so I try to like go to bed right before the sun's coming up. And then in the winter, I go to bed like So you're later. like me when I was like 22. Yeah. And okay. uh, so, yeah, that happens. And then I sleep for about seven to eight hours. So I wake up uh, from like 1 to 2.30 p.m. ish. Uh, I eat some breakfast, have some coffee, browse the internet, see what's going on. And then sometimes I do an early stream. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? Pop it up. Let's go stream for like an hour or two. Get it rolling. Uh, and then I'm like, all right. And then I usually go uh, make a video after that or uh, I'll just go get some food uh, in either order. Doesn't matter. Right. Right. Uh, and then I usually take care of any errands I got to do because, you know, you got to do stuff before stuff closes. And then I might exercise, you know, do some weightlifting, like some fr- like not like, oh, man, going to the gym. Just hold, like- on, hold on. What, what time is it right now in your day in, in, the, in the course of the day? Yeah. So you woke up at one. Yeah, say one. You got you got some breakfast. Right, got some breakfast, which is just what like what time? By the time you finish breakfast, what time is it usually? Oh, it takes usually I browse the internet as I eat breakfast. So like okay, one thirty. All right, I've done eating breakfast like at one thirty at this point, and I'm browsing the internet. Then I might do an early stream for like an hour or two, or might go make a video, do something like that. So that's a few hours, like hour and a half, two hours. So then I usually get errands done around the, let's see, 
3.30 to anywhere from 3.30 to like 8 when things are still hustling and bustling, you know? Okay. And then you stream late at night. Yeah. Well, then I come back and then usually I'll, uh, I'll like chill out, like watch some TV, play a game, like to de-stress or like uh, upload my video. De-stress? Where's your stress? I just made a video and record shit. <laughs> okay. It's mainly my All excuse right. to play League of Legends off stream. I under- no, yeah, I understand. Right. I understand. <laughs> and then, yeah, usually I do that. Have some, uh, have more food. Love eating food. And then. I get it. I get it. Usually around 10 p.m. my time to like midnight is where I'm going to start up that late night stream. And then that's going to run till about 3 a.m. ish, give or take an hour. Uh, so it's like a four to six hour stream, just depending. And right. usually I hope Sam's not streaming because that man will stream like 13 hours. And I'm like, hey, you're streaming into my shit right now, dog. Can you get off my territory? You're taking all the auto hosts. And he's like, oh, I can't help you. I'm having a baby. Um, so yeah, that's Sam. Well, I mean, here's the, here's the truth. Eventually, he won't ever be able to stream again. Exactly. I'm going to get all those auto hosts. <laughs> Eventually, he'll never be able to stream again because he'll never be able to get the free time because a child will soon dominate his life. His brain's already getting, like, whacked out. We were oh, playing yeah. uh, we were just playing golf it the other day, and I was like, Sam, when's the baby due? And he's like, oh, no, like, uh, April 12th. And I was like, what? That's, like, tomorrow. And he was like, whoa. And he's like, oh, wait, May, May 12th, May 12th. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, he just had a realization of like, oh, shit. Yeah, he, um, um he, I, I feel for him because Dodger can't stream because she's super pregnant. Yeah. And the baby's due anytime in the next two weeks, mm-hmm. three weeks, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And Sam can only stream so much because eventually he has to take care of his child. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, that's why I don't have kids. I mean, it's one of the many reasons, yeah. but it's also I don't have a kids. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I don't think he's gonna be able to do his twelve-hour days anymore like he typically does. That's yeah. Well, I mean, I get I get the hustle now. I can't hate him for doing it now. Yeah. I would too. I'd be like, I need all that money now. Yeah. I get it. I understand. Yeah, it's uh, it's just very stressful. I think. Uh, either way, he's taking my auto hose. Um, <laughs> so that's I understand. usually what I do. So, so the reason why you stream at night is because you don't like. You're like, there's no competition. Well, it's part of it. It just all lined up correctly. It just lined up that way. Where I'm like, nice. Do you get auto like, hosts and stuff. Yeah, I usually get a lot of auto hosts just because nobody else is streaming. Sometimes, like, do you get front page and, stuff. I've gotten it a few times. It always takes forever because you got to email a person. They're like, we could line you up for uh, three months from now on Tuesdays at eight. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus. sure, why not? Uh, so, yeah, it's it's difficult to get those. But I do. I got my connections. Um, so, yeah, I like streaming. It's fun. I just chill out. I play whatever I want. And then I uh, usually just play late at night when people are either Europe's waking up. Get a lot of Europe that's like, hey, I just woke up. Krendor's on. Or people are like, I can't sleep. Or they're like, I'm working the night shift. I'm glad Krendor's on. Those are my main audiences I get. And I love those it. are good. Those are good audiences, though. Yeah, well, that's why I like doing the occasional day stream because then you get the people who are like, "What is this? Crendor in the sunlight," and they're just blown away. 
Yeah, I I get it. I I have my own Twitch issues. I <laughs> I have oh, my whole weird. like special sub thing. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, okay, well, because Twitch, now owned by Amazon, wants to switch everyone over to the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And so for me, they keep harassing me like, what if you switched over to a real sub and you <laughs> changed the sub system that you have? And it wasn't one-time sub anymore. And I was like, yeah, all right, I'll do that. If you uh, let everyone who's subscribed already stay a permanent subscriber. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, no problem. Uh, what we'd have to do is we'd have to go through and take everyone. And you know how you like you right now can make someone a subscriber, like make them a whatever that is, like they're, they're gifting automatically subscribe to your channel without having to pay for it. Like a gifted sub? Uh, Not gifted, but not not like a moderator either. But the whole idea that like you can make someone a subscriber to your own channel. So that they have access to all the emotes. I think it's just gifting a sub. Well, whatever the case. <laughs> whatever it is. They would have access to all the emotes. Right. And then if they chose to pay for a monthly thing, they could still do it if they wanted to. I see. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, as long as they get what they paid for. I said they'd have a lifetime subscription. So, like, yeah, that's what they're going to have. Mm-hmm. And so the whole plan was, like, we're going to go in. We're going to do this lifetime subscription thing. We'll switch it over. We'll have like one big day of like, get your subscriptions in now if you want this thing, because tomorrow we're switching over. Mm-hmm. Got an email from Twitch this week that was like, mm, you know what? What if instead we take your current account, lock the emotes you have, and then you create a new account? <laughs> with new emotes and new stuff, but we won't delete your account. People will still be able to access it, but they won't be able. To, no one will be able to subscribe to this thing anymore. It will just be like a locked product, and then you can make a new product. And I was like, "Wait, so time out. You want me to start over? You want me to create new emotes and not switch over the emotes that I have now? You want me to like do all this stuff? And what are you gonna do again?" And I was like, "Wait." <laughs> So basically, you're saying you don't want to do anything, and you're going to make me do everything, and I have to pay the price for it. They just want you to make all new Twitch channel. Yeah, basically. And I was like, no. No, it's not going to. I was like, I'll stick with what I have until you can come up with a better solution. Yeah, they, were like, a... they were like, we'll look into it. I was like, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm officially in no rush. Yeah. I'll gladly take bits and donations over having to start over. No, thank you. Yeah, no thanks. That's a goob tube if I ever heard it. Yeah. I was like, who are you guys? Goob tube? Yeah, who are you? Goob tube? <laughs> you goob tube? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We should make a channel called Goob Tube. <laughs> Actually, we should make a website called Goob Tube and it's just YouTube except everything <laughs> has goob in it. <laughs> yeah. It just replaces shit with goob. Yeah, it'll be like a Drag, what's that woman's name? Unicorn lady? Dragon lady? The popular one. Um, uh, Dragon lady. Dragon boob. No, the like, the like, um, Unicorn Island or whatever that's called. Uh, Superwoman. Superwoman's her name. Yeah, Superwoman. We call, we call her Goober Woman. (laughs) (laughs) And she'd be on GoobTube and it'd be Goobacorn Island. The whole thing would be Goob. I love Goobacorn Island. Goobacorn Island is (laughs) like goobers but also corn on an island yeah it's an it's an apt name it's yeah and then when you upload a little voice would be like goob tube whenever you finish uploading yeah but it'll be just be your voice 
<laughs> that would be a terrible idea. The worst. Just the worst idea. <laughs> yeah. But if we can go on Shark Tank and convince them to invest in GoobTube. Yeah. I think we'd be okay. I think so too. I've been watching Goob-doob. I was watching a lot of Shark Tank and it made me want to be a shark. Now I just need money. What? You just want to invest in people's stuff? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, and then you just make money off it. It's easy if you got money. I guess that's true. It's one of those spend money to make money kind of things, right? Yeah, it's one of those things where if you're already rich, you can be like, yeah. I'll just put my money into other shit, and then that'll make money, and then some of them will fail, but I'm making money off the other things, so it doesn't matter. Right, right. No, I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Now we just need billions of dollars. If we had... See, here's the thing. Even millions of dollars. Here's the thing. What if... Right. Bear with me here. What if someone, let's say a rich Saudi prince... We played Fortnite with Drake. Yeah, I mean, that would make us the money we needed. (laughs) Right. But what if someone who has a lot of money, right? They they don't have a lot of free time. They don't have a lot of free time. They just have money. They're they're working hard for that money. What if they had so much money, they gave us the money to start a business called... Goob tank. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And goob tank was where you and I had a show where people would come on and pitch us their ideas, and then we invest in those ideas. But here's the trick: mm-hmm. we'd make money for the person who invested in us, and then we make money for ourselves. It's a pyramid scheme that I think can't fail. I like it. I like it too. Yeah, but we don't call it a pyramid scheme. We call it a triangle scheme. Actually, not a scheme. It's just a triangle plan. Yeah, a triangle idea. Yeah. An idea goal. Mm-hmm. I think... A, a goob tangle, <laughs> we'll call it. Yeah, a goob tangle. And I'm just saying, what if... What if... Mm-hmm. Someone invested in us? If you, I, I'm i letting you know right now. If someone gave us a million dollars, I bet we could turn that around to two. I bet we could. If someone gave us one million dollars, I bet we could make them two million dollars. I bet we could, too. I think our idea is... Yeah. Speak for themselves. Plus, you got there has to be a Rich Cox and Crendor fan out there who just has the money and wants to give it to us. There's got to be. All right. <laughs> what if, what if, what if right. you gave us $1 million and then we guaranteed you would make, you would get $500,000 back? And then, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, this may, now, this may sound That's like we're trying to rip you off. That's a guarantee. We guarantee that if you give us $1 million, we will give you $500,000 back. That's only a 50% promise you, loss. We, that's better than the stock market. Yeah. We promise you that if you give us $1 million, you will get half of your money back. Listen, if they're giving us that much money, they've probably got enough money to be like, yeah, whatever. They probably don't even need it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just saying, people give people money all the time. Mm-hmm. Where's the people who are going to give us money? <laughs> it, it's going to lead to, let me tell you what it could lead to. Amazing things, such as yeah. Nicolas Cage um, movies that we've we created. We would pay, yeah. We would pay for Nicolas Cage to star in a movie that Crendor and I wrote. <laughs> that would be a box office bestseller. It wouldn't even be at the box office. It'd be so elite. <laughs> it would be direct, DVD. Direct to GoobTube. Yeah, direct, <laughs> direct to GoobTube. But then. Another rich person would see that, and they'd be like, "This has got some potential," and they would. Yeah, invest I'm an in executive that. producer in Hollywood, and a member of the Writers Guild of America. Yeah. This is real. This isn't fake. This is this is a one-time opportunity. Yeah. 
Get in now. If you're not the one to do it, someone else will do it. Yep. Damn. And then you'll be sitting on the sidelines and you could have made $500,000. For a small donation of $1 million, <laughs> we promise you $500,000. 500 is more than one. Think about that. Think of it. Some people just give money to like PBS. They're not even going to give you anything back except public programming. Yeah, and we give you public programming too. But we level. don't give you tax write-offs because taxes are for suckers. Yeah, which is why I pay my taxes every year on time. <laughs> which is why I fully respect the IRS <laughs> and hope never to have any interactions with them. Yeah. Well, yeah. they did send me a letter once, and they are like, hey, you uh, owe us $17. And I was like, oh, sorry, and then I sent it to them. I uh, one time got a letter that said, you owe us, it was like $3,000. I was like, okay. I mailed it in, got a check back for the amount I mailed in. It was like, here, here's your refund. I was like, what? <laughs> All right, sure. Yeah, I know. One time I owed him $17, and one time I got back like 30 And I was like, okay. That's cool. beautiful. Every That's time America. I get it, That's like, America oh, shit, right there. an IRS letter. And they're like, $17 check, please. And I'm like, oh, okay. I always think it's like, we're going to audit you and take you to prison i'm like no please and that's just like oh i owe 17 dollars. i don't want that i don't want to be audited and take whenever the the irs could literally be ripping me off and i wouldn't know <laughs> yeah, every time I, know. I get a letter from them it's like you owe this amount i'm like yeah okay sure take yes, it sir whatever oh, you sorry. say sir please take my money <laughs> oh yeah we're getting a letter from some guy who lives in the wilderness who's like that's why i live off the grant when really they're probably just going after like some guy who's like got his money overseas he's got like 800 million dollars like stowed away and he's not paying or something don't do that don't stow away 800 million dollars just you're making it difficult for the rest of us yeah we're over Um, here trying to make a living and you're over there trying to rip people off which means you have one million dollars you can invest in crendor knife yeah if you really want to rip people off rip yourself off invest (laughs) in crendor knife (laughs) that should be our slogan rip yourself off <laughs> goob tube. Rip yourself off. How did we get here from goob tube? I don't know. <laughs> no either. By the way, pyramid schemes. There's some really weird pyramid schemes out there. Like what you know that one where you sell knives? Oh my god, I went to one of those when I was at uh 18, 19. No, 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 no. Uh how old was I? Oh my god, I think I was in freshman maybe sophomore year of college and i was looking for a job because i you know you need money and there was an ad in the paper that was how did it describe it it was described as something along the lines of over the phone sales staff and i was like i can talk to people on the phone this should be easy (laughs) yeah when i got to this thing it was an interview that was me and 18 other people and i was like this can't be right (laughs) we're all sitting in a room and a lady comes out and literally starts demonstrating how to cut with this knife and she's like cutting tomatoes and stuff and I was like oh no (laughs) and then they then eight other employees air quotes showed up and sort of gathered around us in sort of a you can't leave kind of vibe (laughs) and a guy got up and he was like this seems like a pyramid scheme and a dude walked over to him and was just like it's not sir and put his hand on his shoulder and the dude like sat back down I was like oh no they're gonna kill us with these knives (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what happened was they're like yeah so we're gonna take a little break and uh feel free to have some more food it's delicious and it's made with these knives 
And then and then around the room I started noticing like all the different signs of you tell a friend and you tell a friend and that friend sells so it was just a pyramid scheme. Yeah. So when they went to lunch, I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Went to the bathroom and just booked it out the back door. <laughs> I was like, Y'all y'all gonna die alone. I ain't going with you. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. So that was that was a weird experience. That's really weird. Yeah. It was strange. They like they were hard selling it. This knife is for you. And that's why we handpicked all of you for these that's knives. That's pretty much pretty much what it was. It was this woman trying to tell us that what we were doing is very important. It was a service to the community, like that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. everyone in the room was like, no, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so do you think she was like the top pyramid schemer? Or do you think she was for the area? Like- probably. Yeah. And yeah. all the people that were with her were sort of under her, mm-hmm. which meant that when we were there, we'd be under those people. That's how they make their money. Yeah. Huh. Cause you never, you never make money that way. And a pyramid scheme, the way, like, that's just not how it works. The same thing with um, cosmetic things and and all that stuff. Yeah, like they got straight a, up just. What's that one big one? Uh, Avon. Yeah, Avon. I think my yeah. mom did that for a while. Everyone, I think, has a little dabble in that world until yeah. you see how awful it is. Because <laughs> I think everyone has the idea of like, I can get rich off of this. Yeah. Other people have done it, so can I? If I just put my heart and mind into it. It's like, no, that's not how that works. I remember back when I started YouTube, I was like a year or two into it. And one of my old friends was like, hey, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm doing YouTube. He's like, oh, I'm selling these energy drinks. And like, you want to like team up and you like promote my energy drinks? And I was like, nah, <laughs> nah, I don't think so. No, I, I, I don't want to. I don't think so. Yeah, there's like knives, there's energy drinks, there's uh, Avon and makeup and shit. And there's, uh, mm-hmm. oh, there's another one in there. There's so many things. There's, yeah, there's so many things like that. Yeah. A lot of them prey on college kids, too, because they know they need jobs and money. Right. That's exactly what it was. It was, it was in the college newspaper as like a job. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Is it on campus? Like mm. that kind of stuff. It's like, Instead, I took jobs that were ter- I I had a job at the Polish uh, student center doing their website. Mind you, <laughs> I don't know how to make a website. I have no clue. I just bullshitted my way into getting the job. It's like life, too. I lied. I said uh, that I knew what I was doing, and instead I went home every night with the changes they needed me to make and asked a friend online how to do it, and he like walked me through it. <laughs> when that friend wasn't online, I'd be like, there was an issue with the website, and I couldn't I couldn't really work with it. Yeah. Oh, I lied. I lied to get that job. <laughs> I feel that like- was $300 a week. That was great for college. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. The first college job I ever had was at a place. Uh, it was at, what the hell? Subboard, I think it was called. And... It was for the radio station there. So, like, the student union had a company that ran the student union at my college. And I worked for that company as part of the radio station. $90 a month. <laughs> 90 Here's the thing. $90 a month when you're in college is incredible. That's true. That was – because everything else was paid for because you got your food and everything yeah. paid for. So, $90 a month was like, I get two free games every month. <laughs> yeah. This is great. But three hundred, that's yeah, like three hundred. That was like, my senior year of, of college, and I lied my way into that. You like have a date and be like, "Hey, hey, babe, you want to go to Red Robin?" Like, damn, yeah. we can go All to you Red can Robin. Fries, All girl. You fries. All you can eat fries. You'd be the king of the king of the town. Yeah, that's that's how it felt. That's how it felt. Except for or, that like forty year old guy hitting on college people, being like, "Hey, <laughs> got eight hundred million dollars overseas." 
That's a lot of professors. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A lot of professors are that guy. Also, if that dude's listening, $800 million overseas, <laughs> give us one. Give us one. Yeah. $1 million, and we will get you back 500000 Mm-hmm. Before the IRS finds you. Okay, so I think it's time we take a break. We take a moment to talk about my favorite thing, food. I love it. I love food. I love good food, mm-hmm. and I love when good food comes to you. Mm-hmm. Blueapron.com. Do you mean to me or to you? It could come to both of us. Hell yeah, now you're talking. Yeah. Blueapron.com. Fresh ingredients and recipe delivery across the country. Its mission is to make incredible home-cooked meals accessible to everyone. Damn. You don't even got to go to the grocery store. You just get it all shipped to you. You get healthy meals. You just sit down. You don't got to get your recipe book out. You don't got to go to the grocery store and be like, what are we going to make today? And you got to look through grandma's recipes and she's like, five ounces of buttered popcorn. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense, grandma. They don't even make buttered popcorn anymore. It's the future. Everything is low-cal, so-cal, fat-free. And that's why you get Blue Apron at blueapron.com slash cox. Blue Apron is, I've used it before, it's actually very, very cool. You get all the things you need pre-portioned, and then it gives you a recipe card, and you can cook uh, from, there's many options. Basically what happens is, you go to the website, and you order what you want to receive for the week. And there are many, many options, but it also does it based on calorie count. So, you can't get like, I want all the hamburgers all week long, right? It's gonna be like, no, whoa, hold up, dude, that's a lot of carbs. And so you can like mix and match and decide what you want. It's very, very cool. And what's exciting is that once you get it in the mail, it has a little recipe card. And the recipe card's awesome and all. But as I discovered, my mom came to visit one day. She was like, <laughs> you know what? You have the food. Who needs recipes? She chucked it away and made something with the ingredients that was her own idea. Damn. You don't need to even follow the recipes. You don't need to follow what the man says for you to do. You can make your own because it comes to you with all the ingredients to create Whatever it is you think will be awesome. But if you are uncreative, like us, they give you 12 <laughs> new recipes each week, and you can pick two, three, or four recipes based on whatever fits your schedule, and they only send non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. Absolutely. And for the next six weeks, from April 16th through May 21st, Blue Apron is teaming with Airbnb to bring you some of the best home cooking from around the world. Each week, the menu is going to feature recipes developed in collaboration with an Airbnb experiences host like Cece, a chef from Shanghai, who makes incredible Kung Pao chicken. Come on now. I want that. I want that too. (laughs) Listen, all right. It's sometimes after you eat out for a while, you just get sick of eating out. All right, you don't want to go eat all the fast food garbage trash. You just want like real food, but you're like, I don't know what to make. And so, bam, they just tell you what to make. And they're like, here's the stuff, make it. And you're like, oh, okay. And then you make it and bam, it's easy. You're healthy and you get to live your life and be happy. That's really true. A lot of people wonder, like, why don't you just go to the grocery store? Why can't you just shop? Many people don't know how. They don't know what to buy. They don't know recipes. If they go to the grocery store, they're going to buy macaroni and cheese, right? They don't know what to make. And this is a gateway into learning how to cook for yourself. And I can't recommend that enough because eventually, once you learn how to cook for yourself, you're going to be like, I should do this all the time. You save money, you save time, and you get to spend those few precious moments with your family and friends making food. So right now, check out this week's menu at blueapron.com slash cox. You get your first three meals free, people. Three meals free. Free. Three free meals. Three free meals. Blueapron.com 
slash Cox. That's three free meals for free. That's free meals. Three free meals. Meals three. Meals three free for me. <laughs> At blueapron.com slash Cox. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right, <laughs> let's get back to the show. What other jobs you have? I didn't know you made like Polish websites. It was, I mean, it was literally just like, what was going on at the Polish <laughs> student union that day? Oh. Yeah. yeah, it was It was basic website stuff. I lied. I have no idea how to make a website. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. What else did I do? Oh, I worked at Mighty Taco. It was a taco place in New York. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I worked there. Uh, at the same time, I dated a girl who worked there, too. And I remember we broke up. Uh, and... I went to the Mighty Taco to say that I quit because I didn't want to have to work with her anymore. Yeah. She was in there like talking shit about me to, to one of the other girls who was there. And I was like, real? For real? This is this is like how you <laughs> act? Like, no wonder I want to quit this place. And I remember I took my shirt that I was – because you had to hand in your shirt. You had to hand in your Mighty Mighty Taco shirt. And I like chucked it behind the counter and it landed in the refried bean. <laughs> and, I and I walked out. I was so mad. I didn't care. <laughs> Damn, they had to remake those free fries. <laughs> Maybe they did. Or, I don't know. Or they did. Maybe yeah. they did. I have no clue. Somebody I got, couldn't tell you what happened. Yeah, I got, got so mad. I was I was just like, are you kidding me? Like I came in here to like say goodbye to everyone and, and peace out and be like, it was fun knowing you. And you're over you, you like got here first and like started talking shit. <laughs> I was like, girl, you trashy. And I chucked my uh shirt and it landed in the front of me. <laughs> what do you do after that? Walked out and went home. I mean, job-wise. Oh, uh, after that, I worked at a um, Ralph's. No, not a Ralph's. What was it called in... Ralph's is what it's called in L.A. Yeah. Um, It's whatever the version of Kroger and Ralph's. Like, it's, yeah. you know... It's whatever that is in New York. I can't remember yeah. the name of it. But yeah, I the worked there stocking store. shelves overnight. Huh. And so... And this was... This was early in college. I don't remember. I remember listening to Coast to Coast AM as I stocked shelves. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, it was when George Noring was like two or three years into doing it. Yeah, like really new. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just stocked shelves overnight. It was literally show up at 10 p.m. Maybe it was midnight. Whatever time it was. You show up late and you leave at 8 a.m. Damn. Yeah. That's later than I go to sleep. It messed my sleep schedule up bad. Like, you would show up in the middle of the night, unload a truck, then just take the boxes out and stock the shelves. Shit, dude. It was crazy. I would go to bed at 8 a.m., wake up maybe noon, because I, like, I couldn't sleep right. Mama mia. And then I'd lounge around the house and be like a bum, just like, ugh. And then- so You um, get four hours of sleep a night? Yo, I had class and stuff, too. That I had to go to. Jiminy Christmas. I know. It was a terrible job. I wouldn't <laughs> wish that on anyone. That sucked. And so then I decided I didn't want to work any real job, so I went and <laughs> lied my way into the studio. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first job I had in college was at the radio station. Actually, the first job I had in college was before college started. I got a job at, at a um, uh, movie theater, and I loved that job. That was so much fun. You would, like, get movie posters, and, like, you could, like, watch movies early and stuff it was cool Dang. but there was a lot of drama like who knew there'd be drama at a movie theater drama but at a movie theater i know there was a lot of it i remember uh i don't remember why i quit i think because i wanted to focus on school more because it right. was my freshman year but i remember i went to a party and like 
like made out with one of the girls at this party, and her roommate was not having it. <laughs> he, and I think it was because he liked her. Oh, yeah. And I think he was like real pissed about that. And I'd he really would appreciate not- it if like, you didn't talk to her because she's a cool girl and she doesn't deserve to talk to you. Basically, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, he, and here's the thing. He was like a pretty good looking dude. And if yeah. he wanted to, I guess he could have like got with her. But I think maybe she friend zoned him real hard because they were roommates and living together. Yeah. And so I, I was just like, I'm sorry, dude. I was, she's beautiful. <laughs> and I'm, you know, 18. I'm trying to get my Mac on G. <laughs> yeah. It's trying to get my and, Mac on G. And he was not having it. And he would make sure I was never invited over to their house again. It never happened. I like to imagine to this day she's like married, has kids, and he's still and like he's still there, still a still very there. good friend. Yeah, and he's just like talking to her husband, like, "Yo, you sure you want to have kids with her, dude?" I don't know. It's I don't think I do that. In a perfect world, maybe they're married. Maybe it finally worked out for him. Yeah, and then yeah. they got divorced. I never, I never saw them again after I went to my freshman year of college and never saw any of those people again. <laughs> <laughs> Never like I I got so caught up in college. That's one of those things where like it's always fun to look back on those people, which is one of the only things like Facebook is great for. It's just looking back on all those people from high school and college. Yeah, and I anything. don't. Aside from don't, stealing your data, but I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but who cares about that? Yeah, uh, I don't ever look back at. Uh, every once in a while, recently, I saw a photo of an old high school friend. And then went down a high school thing of just looking at high schoolers. Yeah. Not like current high schoolers. High schoolers I went to school yeah. with. Uh, <laughs> I look at high schoolers. High schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized the vast majority of them are married with kids. Yeah. And they look old as shit. <laughs> just yeah. beat down by life. None of them look the same. They all look a mess. And then I posted a photo. I, I after I did all that, I posted a photo of me dressed as May. It was like I was looking at all your photos, and you're all you have lovely children, and you've all turned into great adults. This is what I do. <laughs> I was just like, I feel real good right now. I know what my future is. I'm gonna be, you know, in Storage Wars, the guy with the uh, skull gloves. Yeah, and he always wears wears the bowling shirts. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. gonna be me. I mean, driving around in caddies with the top down, hitting on younger women, not knowing my place in the world, and just buying storage lots because f it, I want to buy storage lots. That's I know that's what's gonna happen. I see it clear as day. Yeah, at least you know what you're gonna do when you're older. Yeah, but I, I no, I never go back and look at. First off, I rarely use Facebook, but I never go back right. and look at exes or anything because I just I did that once. And I think I was satisfied enough to be like, yeah, I feel like I'm doing better. <laughs> yeah. And so the one person I looked back on was a girl I dated in college who really like hardcore broke my heart. That was like the first heartbreak I ever had. Mm-hmm. And maybe like five, six years later, I went back and looked and yeah, I was fine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I feel like I'm doing great. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not particularly worried. I I don't. I'm not one of those look back people. I don't want to see because also I'm afraid that I'm gonna see someone and be they'll be like, "Ha, ah, yes, well I'm now the princess of Lithuania and I am married to 
Jean Pablo Philippe the Third or some nonsense, and I'm like, cool, <laughs> all right, you win. <laughs> I, if anything, I'd message them and be like, you know what? You deserve this. Congrats. That's way better than me. I'm doing. I admit it. You win. You lucked out. You shouldn't have stayed with me. I just enjoy seeing where people have gone on their journey. Like some people, they're like the popular kid. It's like works at Hooters now. <laughs> well, yeah, I enjoy that too. That's why I like looking at high school because I yeah. spent years with those kids, like years, yeah. eight, 10 years with those kids. So I like to know where they're at and see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, exes I don't give a shit about. But old friends I think are fascinating. Like, mm. uh, God, the other day, I because of that rabbit hole, I looked at um, Taylor Burris mm. and Brad Hikes. When I was in school, Taylor and Brad were like the drama kids, especially Taylor. Yeah. She was like the one who really was was she wanted to be in Second City, and she was you know really funny, yeah. very comedic. I was like, what is she doing now? I looked her up. She do, she is on. You can Google her. She does exist. But from what I saw, she works in San Jose or Sacramento or something as like a ballet instructor. Huh. And I was like, well, how did she get there? And then I went back through the like story of her life. I got <laughs> stalkery with it. I want to see what was going on. I she, feel like everybody does. Yeah, she went to Second City and she did. She like lived her dream. She went to Second City and then she did like a thing in Boston. And then, of course, she met a dude. And the dude, I guess they got married, maybe had a kid. I don't know. But of course, you're tied down. Tied you down. And tied then she, you down. She was forced to like take jobs, real jobs. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> and this is the lesson I've learned. Yeah. I may, I may be, I may be old, but I still can live my life. And I'm thankful for that. Well, it's one of those I may things. I may die alone. <laughs> I may never really find love. I may never have the warm embrace of a child of mine. But by God, I can do whatever the hell I want when I want. That just reminds me of The Simpsons, where there's Millhouse's dad, and he just gets divorced, and then he's like, "Hey, I got a race car bed. You sleep in a race car?" And then Homer's like, "I sleep in a big bed with my wife." And he's like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's one of those things. Or, yeah, it's like everybody, it's not stalkery because you're you're just kind of like seeing what they're up to and they're like posting shit. You're not like, I got to find them. Oh, you're just like, oh, no, no. She she hasn't posted anything on Facebook. I literally stalked to find her, which then I stalked to find Brad. I think he might be dead. I haven't. He was in off Broadway theater about 10 years ago. What the shit? I have no knowledge of what he's done since. <laughs> Could be a Couldn't crack addict. I looked. I looked. And the last thing I saw was he was in off-Broadway theater living in Scranton, Pennsylvania, maybe, I think. <laughs> and he's vanished the now. Office. He vanished. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> I, I, I literally have lost all con- trace of him. Meanwhile, thank God for everyone else because they still live in my hometown and are like, <laughs> yeah. Doing hometown jobs, which God bless, because I can stalk them in peace. Yeah, it's uh, I think small town people have that a lot more, like commonly. Like if you go to school in like a more city-ish environment, like I went to school, where it was like there's a whole bunch of high schools with like thousands of people, and it's like just a shit ton of people. You can't possibly know everybody, but there's like people that go to school, and it's like, hey, there's like uh, me and a hundred kids. 
It's like, all right. Like, it's very yeah. small town There was country. 150 kids in my graduating class. Damn. We all knew what everyone was doing. Everyone knew what everyone was up to. Everyone's business was everyone's business. Oh, See, yeah. I don't like that. I like the city environment. I like nobody knowing anyone. And it's, you know, you vanish. Well, I don't like that. <laughs> I hate that. I finished but in I, like the bottom 10% of my high school. Hey, me too, man. Me too. <laughs> but, but I finished with a 4.1 in graduate school. So just like, you know, everyone blooms whenever they bloom or is interested in whatever they're interested in. Oh, shit. What was that one kid? Oh, my God. This one kid. He's this weird kid. He'd always sit by himself. Uh, and then he started sitting with other people. And then he started getting popular. He was like growing through all this. And then what? He, whoa, 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 what? Okay, hold all on. right. No, 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 just keep going. Just keep going. So he's like progressing. Like he was, uh, he's sitting alone. Then he's sitting with so like the nerdy kids. Then he's sitting with so popular kids. That's like how kids. friends work. Oh, never mind. Never mind. This guy's an asshole. And then he stopped talking to all of them. And everyone was like, "Where'd that kid go?" Now he's a professional poker player and a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you think you're he... like, what the shit? He's a poker player? And it's like, yeah, he's a millionaire now. And I was like, what Do you think that shit? guy learned about human interaction from all of you and then went and manipulated? Like he I think he, so. He, he's a, you think he's like a robot? I think like so. a robot child? He has to be. There's no doubt. He's probably got the poker face too, to like like the professional poker face. It makes sense to me. It really does. Yeah. Uh and then everyone else just works at restaurants or like marketing and shit. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of people in my class that went to go work in marketing and restaurants and lawn care. Yeah, <laughs> lawn care. I know lawn care. There's a lot wow. of people in my class that did lawn care stuff. Damn. I'm more entertained by the people who went on to do weird things. Mm-hmm. Like this one guy, Sean Hayes, uh, is now some part of of Congress. I don't know what he does. But I feel like he's a staffer because you can see him in the background of many subcommittees and many committees on things or whatever right. in Congress. You can see him in the background standing there or sitting there, like taking notes. Oh, shit. I don't know what he does, though. But he's important. I don't know that he's important, but he's definitely involved. Like, he's in government. Yeah. In Washington. And I'm like, oh, look at you. I remember... When I had my 10-year high school reunion, he was there, and he and I talked for a good time because it was one of those things we realized out of everyone who was there, we were the only people who sort of left town. Yeah. <laughs> everyone else who showed up was just there. Like, they just drove to the event. Why would and I we, leave? Yeah, and we, we were we, – it was one of those things where you realize when you're from a little town in Ohio and then you leave how little of a town you came from. Mm. And so everyone there was with their wives that they had been girl, boyfriend, girlfriend since high school yeah. and stuff like that. I think I mentioned this before. Like I went to go tell a joke. Like I was I was up on stage and we were doing like a bit. I went to go tell a joke and I was pretending like I was drunk. And oh. uh, one of the girls like took my microphone. She's like, Jesse, you had too much to drink. And I thought it was part of the bit. <laughs> so I started like playing like coy with her. And she was like, no, you've had enough to drink. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I thought we were, I like looked around the room and there was like a few concerned faces. Like, is he drunk? And I was like, what? I can't even with you guys. You're no fun. 
I was like, y'all are no fun. What losers? What squares? They were both losers and squares. And this oh. is when we were this is when we were what? 27 at the time? Yeah. 27 and half of them are already married with kids and you're just like, you people are boring. You are yeah. boring. Boring. Boring people. We were, we were uh, trying to make fun jokes and have a good time. And they were like, no, no humor. I'm playing League of Legends. Yeah. I, uh, no, there was you. one kid. There's actually one kid who's pretty interesting. He was always like this kid that sweat a lot, but he was huge. He's like a prime athlete. And uh-huh. so he was a cool guy, though. And then he uh, was doing really well in football. And then he went to college and he was doing well enough to where he actually entered the NFL draft. He got he signed as an undrafted free agent to some team and then he got cut and then he was never heard from again. <laughs> we had that with someone. There was a, um, who was that kid? Rob Corrado. What happened to him? Oh, I, I mean, he definitely didn't make it. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Rob Corrado baseball. He oh. definitely didn't make it because he lives now in, uh, back home in the hometown. In the home, t- this is back home in the hometown. But yeah, you can straight up Google him, and he shows up immediately. And then you get a photo of him. Rob Corrado definitely played baseball, but now he works at Kaufman Tire. Yep. <laughs> wow. So there you go. Crazy. That's yep. one of those things where I feel like everybody, everybody in comments, you should post like your weirdest or craziest person. You used to go to school with and like what you looked up and what they do now. Like, oh yeah, old little Tim Tom Timmy. Uh, you know, he was always made fun of in school and now he's like uh, on Shark Tank. Some shit. Like, who knows? Yeah. One of I, those. It, yeah, it's so bizarre. I just, every time I look someone up, I'm like, I wonder what they're doing. They had so much potential in school. Oh my God, there's one kid, Grant Dietrich. I'm looking this kid up. Grant. Grant D- how Dietrich. How do you spell Dietrich? Oh my God! Do you think he's famous now? <laughs> he's got to be. Grant and there's Dietrich. of course my good friend LeBron James. Uh, we go way back. Whoa! No, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> he's dead! Holy what? shit! <laughs> he died in 2012. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my God! Grant Dietrich. And this other kid he used to hang around with in school were basically bulk and skull. <laughs> I mean, like, Grant was this huge dude who was, like, all muscle and fat, and he would just, like, play football and just, like, stomp dudes. Yeah. But he was also kind of like the bully. There weren't any real bullies in our school, but he was always in trouble for, like, picking on someone or being a dick to someone. Right. And he was always in football, and then he sort of, like, vanished during one year of school. And I don't remember what year that was, but I just looked him up, and he straight up is died in 2012. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, I saw his photo, and it says Grant Dietrich obituary. Wow. Shit, dude. What the hell? That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh, my God. Well, (laughs) the more you know. More Who would know. have expected? Like literally, it's him. I'm looking at I'm looking at the the comments. I like how you went to check if he's famous. <laughs> it's like the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, no. He I mean there's a lot of people commenting on him. 
and saying we miss you. So I guess that's nice. Maybe he changed his life for him. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I knew how he died. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Weird. That's crazy. Read more. Oh wait. Here's his obituary. Okay. Um. Born 1980, died 2012, Dayton, Ohio. Uh, wonderful extended family. Funeral memorial services. It doesn't say anything. It just says yeah. he had a large family. Uh, he survived by his brother, stepfather, wonderful extended family, stepsisters, large family on his mother's side, grandfather, baptized by a Methodist church. Attended church, took communion with his mother, funeral services, God's loving arms. Doesn't say anything about him, though. Huh, that's weird. I wish that, God, I, when, when I die, someone make that obituary like, Jesse, <laughs> let me tell you about this son of a bitch. <laughs> he did this and this, and then, for fun, he did this thing, too. Also, he was kind of a, a creep. <laughs> and he died like, I want, I, eating the... Big Steak Challenge at Guy Fieri's <laughs> Big Steak Challenge house. Right? I don't <laughs> I don't want people to include all the people in my family that get to be sad because I'm gone. I want it to be like, all these people are happy they got to know him. He yeah. died eating a damn steak, and then he went and uh, <laughs> crapped it all out on a toilet and died of a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. He died like, like he lived on the toilet. <laughs> that I want mine to say that. Yeah. That's all I want. I like it. I just, yeah, man, that's so depressing. I, that is depressing. I, I was like, what happened to Grant? Dude's dead. Holy shit. Damn. Well. Now I feel bad asking people to go look up their, their <laughs> the people they knew. I don't want to hear the sad the sob stories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Just post the funny ones. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I guess we can go to chop the cop. Someone's got the crowd. No, crowd door. How's that traffic out there? Uh. I mean, does traffic really matter? Why in the grand scheme of things, our existential crisis and existence is truly a more important topic? So, I mean, on your way to work or school today, just think, hey, man, I'm driving a car and I'm alive, you know? Um, keep your eyes on the road. Don't die. Back to you. Thanks, Grendor. <laughs> <laughs> now let's go over to the weather. That's the Grendor. How's that weather? Weather. What up? We're at the weather desk. We're having fun. Is what it up? hard when you've got a library card? That's an Arthur. Is quote. it? Is it hard when you've got a library That's card? An Arthur quote. It's from Arthur. A show, Arthur. I'm I'm aware of what it is. I just. By the way, I tried bizarre. watching a new episode of Arthur because we were flipping through TV channels. I was like, Arthur. It actually held my attention, and they had like they're covering topics like. Uh, they have an iPads, like the one girl had an iPad, and then the library was closing. And I was like, but having fun, is it hard? We've got a library card. And like, yeah, library ran out of funding. <laughs> Everyone uses phones now. I was like, Damn. oh, my God. Arthur's getting real. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that happened. Uh, ah, shit, weather. What's going on? What's going on with weather? Give me a second here. What is what is going on with weather? Well, last episode, Wappy had a like robot seizure, so he's kind of in the shop again. So I'm gonna be taking over for him for today, okay. uh, and we're gonna type in Tay for Taylor Swift, 
But Uh-oh. instead of Taylor Swift, we're going to Tay-Tay Rizal, Philippines. <laughs> you know what? Maybe Taylor <laughs> Swift has been there. Yeah. Maybe she's been to Tay-Tay. I feel like she's gone to places where, that were her own name. Yeah. Um, I over believe that. in Tay-Tay, <laughs> it is 92 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 101. Jesus. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> it's going to be 94 today, 94 tomorrow, and 93 on Monday. Oh, my mama mia. That's hot. Uh, and then, is it ever going to cool down? No, 90, 93, 93, 92, 92, 91, 91, 91, 91, 90, 90, with thunderstorms almost every day. That's out of control. 91 in thunderstorms every day. That shit's crazy. You're crazy for me, Philippines. I like my temperate climates. Um, I wonder if anyone's tweeting anything from Tay-Tay, Philippines. Let me check real quick. Do you think people Tay-tay. would bother? Uh, I just typed in Tay-Tay, and the top one is Tay-Tay on Twitter, and they said, who fixes iPhone screens for the low? I don't know what that means. On the low? for Okay, sure. They said, who fixes iPhone screens for the low? By the way, I just found our story for today. I'm going to send it to you in a minute. All right. <laughs> while, looking, while trying to look up Tay-Tay, I found our story. I also typed in Tay-Tay Philippines, and the mm-hmm. top one is hashtag little mix to the BBMAs 2018, and they said, didn't know Philippines, Japan, Australia, New Zealand are part of Europe. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That checks out. That checks uh, out. And then someone else said, going to Tay-Tay Rizal, Philippines. Hey. Good for you. They said that in March 2011. Oh, God. <laughs> well, they never came back. They never came back. And that's the Damn. weather. All right. And sports. Sports. Welcome to the sports desk. And have a great day. Enjoy your stay. We got some crazy news in Sportsland. Um, first off, NBA season is done. Bunch of teams made the playoffs, including the Minnesota Timberwolves for the first time in 14 years. Uh, congratulations to them. Uh, Also, the Bulls managed to beat out the Sacramento Kings in the lottery 50-50 flip of a coin pick because they tied in records to see who'd get a better draft pick, and the Bulls got it. Thank God. I'm convinced it's rigged. Keep rigging it. And then (laughs) hopefully they rig it and they get the top pick. That'd be even better. Um, So, yeah, NBA's kind of coming to an end, but now the playoffs are here. I just love watching playoff anything because it's fun watching the teams slowly grow to hate each other over a course of seven games. I agree. Um, I agree. And speaking of which, hockey. Hockey playoffs have started, and it's getting crazy. Pittsburgh destroyed Philadelphia in game one. Damn now right. Philadelphia damn right. beat Pittsburgh tonight 5-1. to one. They just shit oh, on them right wrong. back. Damn wrong. Damn wrong. That's what we like to see. It's going to get crazy now. They're going to start hitting each other. They're going to start fighting. Uh, Vegas won their first game against L.A. Go Vegas. Uh, and they're winning one nothing right now. Still crazy. Uh, Go Vegas Knights, the expansion team, uh, which is kind of insane. They just threw together a bunch of expansion players, and now they're winning playoff games, Uh, which is just players nobody wanted. They're like, hey, you can have them. And now they're doing great. And then Winnipeg beat Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota? 
Baseball is, they're on game like 13 of 162, so you got plenty of baseball games there. left. Oh my god, speaking of which, speaking of, of games, this is going back to basketball really quick. Okay. Uh, my dad, apparently one of the Lakers, uh, w- one of the ball boys, I believe, Lonzo is ball? in... Yeah, uh, is in the same building as my parents. What? I know. And so my dad tells me every day how he talks to him. (laughs) I know. And they like have conversations, and apparently they had a conversation about how, I guess back at the beginning of the season, how long the seasons had gotten. And then when the season was over, my dad gave him like a whole like lecture about how time flies (laughs) and how he should enjoy his youth and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, your dad's more of a dad than his dad. <laughs> no comment. I don't need. I don't need his dad on me. I don't need his dad trying to pick fights. Maybe he wants to give us a million dollars. Maybe he could to debate him over that. We would sit part. outside in a park with we'll, a debating sign. We'll do it for a million dollars. We'll do it we'll for one million dollars. We'll debate anyone. We'll debate the ball boys. Every ball boy. Yeah. Think yep. about it. ESPN have us on. We'll debate on ESPN live. Yeah, we don't even need facts. <laughs> we don't need facts. We have it's opinions. <laughs> That's yeah, all we have opinions. Now. We don't need facts. Lakers did pretty mediocre. They're kind of getting better, though. And then, uh, what else? Uh, NFL. NFL draft is coming up two weeks away. Yep. I'm actually going to be live streaming the NFL draft with Sinvicta. Not wow. like Not like the rebroadcast, but like us watching ESPN live tracker and being like, hey. What do you think of this thing? Because we can't actually rebroadcast the actual event. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's from do have a little fun with that. Uh, that'll be up on my stream. Sports. All right. And now, before we get to our big news story of the day, right? It's not a story I feel like we can cover, but oh no, what happened to what I do to it? What did you do to it? I don't know what I did. I. There's a story we can cover, and this that story is. Oh, I gotta find it again. <laughs> Hold on, I got distracted. It was, it was, it's the setup. It's not even worth it now. It's not even worth it. This is one of those stories that we can't cover because it's a little too inappropriate and probably not as funny as the headline makes it seem. <laughs> yeah, but it's something I felt like we needed to discuss. It is. Yes. Hold on. I'm Hold on. I'm ready. Uh, where the, okay, here we go. Florida man who said his girlfriend choked on his giant penis <laughs> is cleared of murder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a thing. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, At least that's we not know he the, didn't do it. Yeah, that's not the real story. The real story is this. Uh, all right, what is this? Police man says he robbed bank to impress Taylor Swift. It wow. ties in what we were talking about. It does tie in, and that does look like a crazy person that would rob yep. a bank. <laughs> uh, I swear to God, every time they show one of these mug shots from somebody who does something crazy, you see it in their eyes. You see it in their eyes that they're not sane. Well, I think it's because those are the eyes of a person who has no shame. Right? Like, yeah. when crazy people get caught doing something, like normal people, if you get arrested, they have, like, oh no, my life. Yeah. Crazy is just, 
Is that a camera for me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I bet Taylor Swift's going to be here any day. <laughs> um, police say Connecticut man with a crush on singer Taylor Swift robbed a bank and then went to the pop star's Rhode Island mansion where he threw cash over a fence in an attempt to impress her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, I imagine here's the truth. I imagine that would impress Taylor Swift. It impressed me. If you drove up to her house and threw cash <laughs> over her fence, wait a minute. Where are the people who are crazy are going to throw cash at us? Yeah. Wait. Oh, come on, crazy people. <laughs> Drive up to my house, throw <laughs> cash over the fence. Good job. Trust me. Now go get more cash and bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a crony. Good job, minion. Now go get can more. You imagine, can you imagine if it was kind of like Warcraft? Where we had little peons and go out and get us money. <laughs> and they bring us back sacks full of gold. Officer, it so wasn't me so. doing it. It was just the cronies kept going out and getting it for me. I couldn't help we it. Have, we have a war chief's hold over here we got to build, man. <laughs> How else are we going recruit, to recruit high-level wolf riders? It's a good point. All right, carry on with your business. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. Police say it seemed he wanted to propose to Swift, so he drove about 60 miles to Westerly, Rhode Island, and started throwing some of the roughly $1,600 he's charged with stealing over Swift's fence. Rowley was pursued by Rhode Island State Police back to Connecticut, where he was arrested. Huh. He's 26 years old, $100,000 bond, and he doesn't have a defense attorney. Well. Yep. He's going to do fine. That guy's he's going to do great. He's going to do fine. It's always... Whenever it's like guys, they're doing crazy shit for women. He's like, I was going to propose to her after I gave her the bank robbery money. Rallies. You know what? Huh. What? I feel like... <laughs> I feel like we owe it to the people to actually do this story. <laughs> All right. I feel like we owe it to the people to do this story. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> murder suspect who used big penis defense found not guilty i mean we yeah, gotta do we, it now we owe it to everyone yeah the florida man who claimed his girlfriend choked to death during oral sex was found not guilty of second degree murder monday richard patterson 65 of margate was acquitted of killing 60 year old girlfriend francisca marquinez in 2015 after a week-long trial during the trial, his lawyers initially argued that Marquinez died accidentally while performing oral sex on, her, on him at his apartment. To boister their defense, Patterson's lawyers filed a motion to show his penis to the jury. <laughs> <laughs> but after a, medical expert after a medical expert testified that choking during the sex act was unlikely, the defense reversed course on the theory. The judge never ruled on the request to put Patterson's member on display in court. That's not the way she died, defense lawyer Ken Padowitz said. But that's the way Richard Patterson thought she died. Only only a man would be like, <laughs> eh, choked to the death of my dick. <laughs> this is too big. What am I going to do? <laughs> this is too big. <laughs> that's not the way she died, defense lawyer Ken oh, Padowitz said. But that's the way Richard Patterson thought she died. Instead, the defense argued that there is no way of knowing how she died. Medical examiners never determined the cause of death because Marquina's body was too decomposed. Whoa, wait, what? Whoa, that's the story. Yeah, that's Why was suspicious. her body so decomposed? 
That's very odd. <laughs> that is very odd. Yeah, she when did he report this? I just left her there for about two weeks. <laughs> what are you going to do? Ew. <laughs> they still don't know how she died. The jury spent five hours deliberating before reaching a verdict. If Patterson had been convicted, he would face life in prison. Well, Wait, this story doesn't make any sense. What? This story doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. Well, then how'd she, how'd she die? How do they think she died? How else could she have died? I don't understand. I, yeah. <laughs> That's how she thought she died. Spent five hours. Patterson had been dating Marquinez for around four months before she died. He was arrested in November... Um, after he contacted a defense lawyer and told him about Marquinez. By that time, Marquinez had been dead for 24 hours, more likely 48 hours. When police attended the scene, they found Marquinez's decomposing body laying face down on the bed. Uh, no signs of trauma and was surrounded by blood and semen stained tissues. What? Uh. Oh. <laughs> that is very suspicious. Patterson arrested was arrested after he messaged his daughter and ex-girlfriend saying he did something bad. Uh, that's... <laughs> How come that wasn't in the other story? Why is that not in the other story? How'd this guy not go to jail? Oh, this guy definitely should have gone to jail. Uh, this yeah. guy's a murderer. Oh, this guy's a murderer. This went from funny to not funny. <laughs> what the shit? Well, Who is this guy? Happened? Is this like one of those like sports calls where they're like, oh, we couldn't determine what the call was, so we just let him go. Play stands. What the hell? Like, what the shit? Mm-mm. Huh. Yeah, no, that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. That's a mess. <laughs> All right. All right. Well. Uh, I guess that's it for us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we'll, ne we'll never truly know what that story was about. Just like how we'll never really know what life's about, man. Damn. Damn. Sometimes, you know what? That's the real, that's the real story. That's sometimes, the real story. sometimes you get the dick, sometimes the dick gets you. <laughs> that's what it's about. That's life. That's what it's about. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and watching wherever you are uh, enjoying this. Make sure to give us all of the reviews and five stars and all that. Five stars. On whatever Thumbs you're listening up, on. Like, subscribe, favorite. All of it. Smash all that of like it. button. Follow it. Stream spaghetti. And as always, boop. To be continued. Uh -huh.